Hello, and welcome to another episode of Chatting Shade. I'm your host, Ethan. And today, we'll be talking about uh, a book review. I guess I'm kind of making a habit of it. I don't know if I'm going to continue this as a series, you know. But uh, seeing that I brushed up a book, no, this isn't a book I read. I'm horribly and severely dyslexic, but I listened to it on... YouTube, which is completely free. I recommend anybody do this. If you want to get into audiobooks, or if you're not a strong reader, or if you're yeah, basically my situation, or you don't want to invest too much money, there are amazing books on YouTube for free uh, that you can listen to literally any time that you want. So, keeping that in mind... I really recommend that you, uh, you know, you you see some of the these classics. Now, these books that I'm mentioning that are free are in the public domain. They're very, very, very old. You know, the best ones that I've found so far are either books from like famous philosophers or say like Mark Twain. Virtually every book, I think every book he's writ is within the public domain. You can go and listen to them for free. They're absolutely brilliant. There's a fellow in particular, what's he called, John Greenman or something, and I really love his voice. He is the voice, uh, like the reader for of every single book of Mark Twain's that I've listened to so far. So I've listened to uh, a review from, oh, I haven't even told you the book. The book's The Million Pound Note. So by Mark Twain and the books I have listened to by Mark Twain who's read by this particular reader uh, Huckleberry Finn Tom Sawyer uh, and Roughing It brilliant absolutely brilliant uh, they're they're Levervox uh, recordings very 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 good you can check them out on their website or you can go on YouTube whatever you want they're excellent. All the stuff that's on LibriVox is in the public domain. So, uh, it's free. It's free for them to make. You can volunteer. And it's absolutely wonderful. Completely free. Excellent content that can allow an old, like a dyslexic like myself, the opportunity to enjoy books. And it is remarkable. And it's really making my life a lot happier. I always felt that there was something a wee bit missing. You know, I was trying to find it, but it might have been books, which is cruel as fuck, because I'm dyslexic. But anyway, the, this is going to be a quick review. I don't want to spoil the entire plot of the a Million Pound Note, or the, the Million Pounder, but fantastic book. It's much shorter. It, uh, it was about an hour was the uh, reading of it, so you can listen to the whole thing in about an hour. If you're a strong reader, uh, you can read it in that time or less. So it's a short book. It's a very, very, very creative and strange book. Uh, you don't actually you don't actually get to know the name of the main protagonist. Uh, he only ever introduces himself as himself because it's done as like an autobiography or something like that. It's basically he's account making a account, you know. Recalling an account of the things he experiences now. So he's basically telling this story. Uh, you do find out it's Henry from a friend of his. I do believe it was Henry. And 
that uh, basically he's put in a situation where he has, and I'll not spoil it, but he's from America. He's a native, like he's not a Native American, but he's native to American shores. That's where he comes from. That's his home. And uh, he basically ends up getting stranded at sea and winds up in London, of all places. Now, I do think you should read the book, like, because... I'm glancing over things, and I don't want to glance over things to the point where I've spoiled the story. But it is wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. They have components in the story that make you just feel like, what's going to happen? You know, it. Uh, there's a movie I watched. What was it called? It was really, really good. I can feel like it influenced movies. It's influenced a lot of things. The plot. Where basically a very, very poor man is given a lot of money. Given a lot of money. And the situation is the people who are running, like own the money originally, are running a bet. They're two rudders, and they're the ones that's given them the money. And the bet that they've ran is basically to see if he can survive the week with the money. Now, I'll not tell you too much. Because once again, I'd be in the realm of spoiling the story because it can be summed up quite briefly. It's not like, uh, say, The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn where I can delve into one bit and then another and still not give you a lot of story left. It's a very short book, so I don't want to destroy everything about it. But I'll tell you this. It, it surprises you. You don't think eh, things are going to work out, but they do in a very clever and creative way. He, he winds up meeting people that he knows in London, and that only ends up helping him s circumstances. Uh, you know, he goes from being about to reach into a bin and pull a half-eaten pear out of the bin because he's so fucking starving, completely starving, completely like in rags. His circumstances are terrible. He's washed ashore basically into this into this foreign land he has no money what to speak of no clue what to do and no prospects of survival he was going to starve to death unless he just started to scavenge and become a a, a poor man you know a homeless man and his circumstances completely change in the most incredible way it's, it shows you how clever Mark Twain is and it's one of those books where not an awful lot really happens, but at the same time, you're just completely enthralled. Because he keeps doing such a clever things, you know. Like, uh, the way people react, because he's all, he's so poor. He's clearly poor, he's in rags, but then he has all this money. And the stunned faces whenever he pulls out the money is, uh, it's Part of the comedy, just the mental imagery is fantastic. And, uh, yeah, the book is great. I recommend anybody listen to it. I've already given a lot of information about it. You know, it's a Levervox, uh, free on YouTube as well as on their website. Uh, John Greenman is the voice, the voice for the, the reading. He's the reader of the book. Excellent. If I was to rate it like out of like out of ten, uh, because it's so brief, so easy to listen to, it's a really fantastic like first read. If you're not 
into reading, but you're an adult, you don't want to be reading kids' books, I recommend that as a first read. It's very, very clever. Uh, and it has Mark Twain's usual and obvious humor and charm. Very, very good book. I would rate it out of 10. I would rate it a good 9. Nine and a half, possibly. No, that that might be a little bit of an overstatement because there's so many books that are like better, I think. But because it was so brief and it had my attention the whole time, that should be noted. There's never really a period whenever you're in the book where you're not kind of curious what's going to happen next, you know? Because there is always this danger that he'll be ousted. You know, he can't do anything without consideration. If he makes the wrong step, he'll put himself in trouble, basically. But, yeah, ten, like, 9 out of 10, fantastic book. Uh, go listen to it. Please enjoy it. I could have given up the whole plot in this review, but, you know... I feel like uh, doing so would spoil experience and because it's only like an hour long if I took my usual podcast length of about 30 to 40 minutes and started to dissect the entire story I would be too furrow and you wouldn't get to enjoy the book so I'm gonna let you just in this case because it's so short just jump into it yourself uh, as talking about dissecting books uh, I'm listening to again I have started listening to uh, meditations by Marcus Aurelius obviously I'm learning things again so it's gonna actually stay in my memory some of these quotes uh, I'm almost unsure if I should start to talk about the book you know because it's first of all it's not one book but the very a lot I can't quite remember the number but I have done a full uh, like script for book one his very first book on meditations uh, and obviously how he sort of grows from looking at stoic philosophy as like uh, as like a sort of like a, a supplement or an assistance to his life and his own philosophy to outright becoming a philosopher in Stoicism, you know? Like in his later books, I remember this, in his later books, he, he doesn't just talk about the Stoics, he would nearly consider himself one, you know? He doesn't talk about Stoic philosophy, he talks about how he is a Stoic. As far as I remember, he, he seemed to really be quite abdomen and proud of the fact that he would take a stoic mentality about life and he would say it would be one of the better schools of sto you know of philosophy is stoicism but uh, yeah i've got a whole script written out here more or less all the the major points i wrote down all the things that i know find noteworthy in the first book and i'm not sure whether to do a review on the book no well not now but in another podcast very soon, or to keep dissecting the entirety of uh, Meditations by Marcus Aurelius, because I have a feeling that the first book and the second book are very similar, and that if I was to do 
a, dis a dissection or a review of each individual book, that a lot of them would be quite boring because they kind of blend together up until near the end. So I might just leave it until there's uh, more to review, basically. Uh, it's nice and fun to write the stuff down, do we doodles and sketches, because like I said before, I'm dyslexic. That's one of the major things. It's like why I'm doing these podcasts. It gives me drive to, to read books. It also gives me drive to learn things, to become better. And then writing the script makes me better at handwriting. A skill that we're all slowly losing. The second we leave school, we never use it again. And at first I was grateful for that. But now I'm kind of like, uh, you know, almost miss it. Like I actually missed having a pen in my hand and writing stuff. You know, I noticed how my handwriting became just awful. One, those very few times that I needed. So, uh, it's kind of a skill, penmanship, that I wanted to go back to. And this is a great excuse. You know, it'll improve my English abilities, and my language abilities, and my understanding. And that's my dinner. Uh, so this was a... Br Thank you! This has uh, been a more brief episode. because uh, it was a brief book uh, and a bit of an update on Marcus Aurelius and his whole story uh, basically that's it this has been Chatting Shite and I have your host Ethan thank you for listening ladies and gentlemen and others uh, and thank you for the support if there is any because I can't see if there's any viewership I'm glad that there's not kind of because it's kind of embarrassing sometimes to do the podcast and to talk about stuff but at the same time I feel like uh, in general life we all maybe could do with a bit more self-expression but anyway thank you for listening